Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the Talk and Tech This podcast. My name is Daniel. It's your boy, Have Hope, staring at an empty um, thingy of hummus. So that's what we're smelling. Interesting. I recently had some Indian food, some samosa. And my dad told me, yo, try it with hummus. And I was like, what? No, 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 no. Nana bread. Nana bread is elite. Nana bread <laughs> is that dude. Nana bread is sister's tier one. Nana bread is tier one. Well, he was like, yo, try the samosas with hummus. I was like, all right, I'll try it. And he was right. Again, I forgot what the name of this other spice is. There's this spice. I think it's called chikwancho or something. This is Chinese spice. You put a little bit of that inside your hummus, your brain will be having mind sex, man. The crazy <laughs> stuff, man. This, this, this hummus was roasted garlic. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we do this podcast every Tuesday. Food mm-hmm. advice optional. Uh, we're on Twitter. We're on oh, Instagram. Yeah. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. If you're on Apple Podcasts, subscribe. It's free. Oh. Leave us a five-star review, and we'll read it on the show. Do you know what's really cool? Do you, do, you, do you have a Fire TV? I have an Apple TV. So basically, so why? So what do we see? Let's what is so Fire TV? I turn it on and then I say, so I press the um, voice icon and I say, play Talking Tactics podcast, and then the lady says, playing Talking Tactics podcast on Apple Podcasts, resuming last episode. So like, oh, that's cool. So yeah, and it's so, us. It's us. Yeah, it's us. Yeah. So so, so, so I just say. Play Talking Tactics podcast and boom, the, the, the lady says and then pulls it up on my too. So I don't have to type anything, anything like that. So I can just lay down in my sofa bed and listen. So, oh, no, also, and also, and also, and also when I, like, I just have to remind people that the, we began this in 2016. So we didn't jump on a trend. 2016 podcasts wasn't really the thing. Every single person I can think of has a podcast. It's annoying. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That, that, it just really annoys me, man. And if I'm if if we're honest, it could have started in 2015, but I just didn't reach out to have hope in time. Oh, okay. So you so you had that day in 2015. Yeah. Why and when I bought out? the microphone, I was like, you know what? I should do a football podcast. Why didn't you reach out in 2015? I don't know. I think, we, we I, I I didn't I think, think we had a good enough relationship to start no, one. So I needed to be on your hangouts a bit more as to gain your trust and for me to figure out, like, would this work? The listeners can tell us if it works or not. But anyway, if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review and we'll read it on the show. And if you want to help us out monetarily, just, just drop a little in our in our pocket and offer. Great convos, man. Great convos. I, th- I, think I, can, I, I think I can tell what we'll be talking about this week, man. Check that out. We could have started at many places. The sheet that I have in front of me that we just brainstormed before the show looks a complete mess. But... We're going to start in Spain. So yes. on BN Sport, I was watching the Madrid-Bilbao game. But what they would do is if interesting moments happened in the Barcelona game or the Atletico game, they would kind of jump in with the highlights because all the games were happening at the same time. Mm. Oh, but you got highlights. Oh, lucky. I just, they, they just showed the scoreline. They would like interject with footage from the other mm, games. That's so, good. Yeah that's, that's, yeah, that's good. That's good. So... I was made aware that Messi scored a header and it was his 30th goal of the season. <laughs> so I just assumed, all right, Barca's going to win. 
So that keeps them alive if the results stay the same. But I don't I don't know what happened in like the last 15, 20 minutes of that round of matches. But it was at a point Madrid were up. Atletico were losing. Madrid were ahead on points. And then Atletico got a, a goal back. Then they scored a winner. Barca lost <laughs> 2-1. Atletico won 2-1. And Madrid also got got a result. So Coleman, I'm told from, is it Mundo Deportivo, whatever that newspaper is in Spain, they said that Coleman's leaving at the end of the season. He's not going to be back. So that's one domino that's fallen. Isn't it interesting, though, that Coleman, along with Bartomeu, didn't want Suarez for this season? They told him, hey, They told him, hey, you can go. He goes to Atletico. And he scores the goal that probably will win Atletico the league, but, but know, that's, still, that's not where still, I'm going. Still, still to be determined. That's not so, where I'm going with that, man. Um, where, where, let's where let's stick on Coman. So Netherlands, mm. I believe they didn't qualify for Euro 2016, and they didn't qualify for the World Cup, which is embarrassing for a side that has produced some of the most technically gifted players of all time. Yeah. So. They're in a really, really bad spot. Horrible spot. Kuman comes in and he says, what's up? Like, you know, he really gets the very best out of the pie. He really introduces us to Frank de Jong. I believe Wijnaldum looks better for Holland than he does for Liverpool. And it's a totally reinvention of a, of a team that really gave Germany a beat down. So I was like, oh, I won't put them as favorites for the Euros. But you know what? I think these are genuine underdogs. This is a genuine because this is a nice, interesting crew that Kuman has built up. So the whole mishap happens with Bartomeu and so forth. And then Kuman, you leave the Netherlands and then you then go ahead to join Barcelona. Because in my mind, I always felt that no, 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 country should always come first for club. No matter how long you spend in the club, if you for your country, that's this, that's I thought is the highest honor. But then it now goes to the issues that the Netherlands, the Netherlands have always had. They've always had a togetherness issue, which has always been the um, recipe for their downfall in World Cups, Euros, and so forth. So they, it, I just found it weird that you chose Barcelona over Netherlands and a young Netherlands team that you have really helped to, to mold. And now it's a situation where you're now going to get sacked, Barcelona. You're going to sit at home unemployed and watch De Boer lose every single game. You know, seven matches, seven, seven losses, zero losses, goals, zero goals. Yes, <laughs> like, 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 like the boy has to go down as actually, yeah, that's true. I, I would update the brick academy, he's gonna work as one of the worst managers, like in recent times. And for Kuma, you're, you're gonna go watch and say, No, that could have been me, that could have been me leading this team for these euros, you know. And hence, why Van Dyke is smart and saying, Oh, look, bro, nah, I'm good, <laughs> I'm going to those euros. But let's stick, stick to the plan. Barcelona. Um, Milan may, may be a greater fall from, from Grace. But are they? Yeah, Milan were quality, huge, amazing team and so forth. Many people say, whether you want to agree or disagree, that that's Barcelona's side from 09 to 2011. Maybe they could throw in 2012 in as well. They say that that's probably the greatest football, greatest club side ever seen. Now, you can agree or disagree, but one thing you have to agree upon is that there's never been a club side that has dominated or controlled a game to the degree of that Barcelona side. To go from that to losing to Granada, drawing to Levante, losing to Salta Vigo, and for the first time since the 07-08 season, Barcelona are going to finish outside of the top two. That is insane. So for me, this is, I believe this is, this is a fall at least comparable to Milan, because my thing is what Barcelona were near the start of the decade or just before and the beatings they've taken, 4-0, 8-2, and just this season in and of itself has just been, a, it's been a freaking shambles. So like that is, is just the final insult that they you went ahead and lost to Celta Vigo and you and now you don't even finish in the top top two. And, and if they lose their last game and Sevilla win their last game, they finish fourth. Am I right that they spent three hundred fifty million? I'm just trying to do some quick math on Dembele, Coutinho, and Griezmann. Sounds about right. They're they're thereabouts. 
So is Barcelona's – I don't – we're not going to compare this to AC Milan who are like 8th, 10th in the league. Like it's not that bad. Um, so, But it's not as if they haven't had the funds to make this team better after the pep years. They just mismanaged the money. Probably even more damning. Messi didn't want to play this season, and he still got you 30 goals. <laughs> so that's how good this player is. That's the goals that, for nothing. That he can be a 34-year-old or going to be 34 in the summer. He doesn't really want to be here, and he can still get 30 league goals in a season. That's the level of the player that you have. And since Neymar left, really, they haven't managed the kind of the twilight or like that latter prime stage of Messi's career at all well. These last three, four years should be you're building the correct team around Messi to get every last bit that you can get from arguably the greatest player ever. And they haven't done it. He was on the microphone. We're going to bring back the Champions League. <laughs> like, But they didn't back him in the way that they should have. That's the saddest part. He's scoring 30 goals, but for what? That's a great statistic that, you know, the Ballon d'Or people can maybe have their little argument about. But why Why are we here? We're not here for individual awards. We're here to win leagues, to win Champions Leagues, international level, win Copa America, win a World Cup. Perhaps he can do something in Copa or the World Cup next no, year. No, but no, 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 it's, it's over. It's over. That's, that's, that ship has sailed. I would, If I were him, I'd be like, damn, I didn't even want to be here. I gave y'all 30. <laughs> and for what? <laughs> Just so... I don't know. We can finish third. It, it doesn't. If I were a Barca fan, that would annoy me the most for four or five years now. Yeah, we've won a few things, but it hasn't been it hasn't been good enough. And then what happens when Messi leaves? Let's say you remove Messi from this team. He's been carrying like the reason you're third and not worse than that is him. Suppose he just leaves or retires or just like, look, I'm done. I'm going back to Argentina or wherever PSG city. Where do y'all go? Then we can start talking about. Milan, perhaps. Yo, are Barcelona eighth? Like, not even, oh, they could be better. But no, nah, Yards is eighth. I don't know if we're ready to see stuff like that. No, no, no. Basically, the, the difficult situation that Messi finds himself in is that I do feel that he feels indebted, that he feels that, no, he has to stay. And even if he may say he threatened to leave last summer, I think deep down, Messi's like, oh, no, no, I just have to be here. Like, this is my home. I always have to. Barcelona is... It, this is home. This is my solace. This is my happy place. You know, like, like <laughs> that's World Cup. Like I said, the, the 2018 World, World, World Cup, boom. He was like, man, this is a complete scrap show and so forth. Get into my ride, head over to Barcelona because, you know, this is always where things can be uh, happier for, 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 for me. So my thing is, I've always said that Messi has to leave. I said this at the start of the, of the season. I even said in that some of my questions, Messi leaving. Now oh, this would be huge. This is great for him. This is great for, for football. Seeing Messi in a in a different team. Now more so than ever, you have to leave. But I just think that first of all, who's going to take him up? That's that's the thing. Because I don't think Man City is going to happen. PSG. The only destination I see is PSG. But Barcelona, I think, would be better served if they allowed him to just leave. It's a psychological thing. Yes, he's amazing and he will bring in the goals and so forth. It's definitely a risk. If you remove Messi, you amplify Griezmann, you amplify Dembele, you amplify everyone else. And the feeling of the team is different. When Messi is there, naturally you just have an inclination to be like, let's play for him, let's give it to him, let's give him the ball, let's play off of him. Mm. You know, and that could maybe hamper and decrease the, cap the capability of what those players can do. So if you're La Laporta, He's such an icon, not only for the sports, but for the club. I think yeah, in, La, in, in La Laporta's mind is like, that's why I was reading where they want to offer him a 10-year contract. So he pretty much is part of Barcelona after he retires. So they never want to lose this asset. You know? That's so what I said it last summer. You know, no, no, like, no, no, so, no, no. You, so, 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 you can't let Messi leave on a bad note. It's down to Messi to be like, what do you want to do? If I was advising him, you're still one of the best players in the world. It's not a case of where, like, you know, once Totti reached a certain age, like, nah, you might as well just stay at Roma right now. Like, the time to have leave Roma was maybe 02, 03, 04, when you were the best number 10 in the world. Now, eh, just while, while away and so forth. But for Messi, no, no. Many teams 
could benefit from you going there. Many teams could. So I can only imagine what's in Messi's mind viewing that Celta Vigo thing. Because you see, I I think that if if you if we're, to, we're going to play like psychoanalyst here, one part of his brain says, "F this, this is stupid. These guys are taking me f- for granted." That oh, don't worry, Messi, he'll start pad and so forth and everything. And this is just really embarrassing me. Like, like this is stupid. I've got to leave. Another part of his brain is it is what it is. I know it's tough and so far, but this is home. This is Barcelona. I don't know anywhere else. You know, I'm not going to learn another language. You know, I don't know anywhere apart from this neighborhood or this place that I grew up in that I've been here for for so long. Do I really want to now move at this stage in my career? And I think you know what's it called? As he, as he said, where did he just puts forth the notion to his fam family? They were like, no, and like his, his kid his was like crying and saying, no, 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 I don't leave. I don't want to leave. So, have you read the Zidane reports? He said no. Zidane says that's false. Like he never told his players any of that stuff. Where do where do these reports come from? Goal is very dodgy, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> goal is the, these guys have a bad track record, man. Like goal goal actually came out and said we can confirm that Zidane told his players he would leave. And the next thing I write, Zidane says no. I didn't tell my players anything. See, I, goal man. This is the problem. Like you can see one report, but if you don't see the follow up to the first one, you could be left with bad information. But um, it was suggested earlier that Zidane might be gone, might be leaving as well. I'm like, when was the last time Barca and Madrid, the jobs were both open in the same summer? I, I, somebody out there can tell me. I'm mm. not sure. I'm sure. I'm sure it's happened before. But did you watch Madrid Bilbao? No, no, no. I watched um, Atletico. Oh. Um, so the great game. That was a great game. Great game. Really good game. Vinicius, man. I've told you my favorite thing. Oh, football what? Bad is... Vinny. <laughs> Bad Vinny. <laughs> he had this opportunity. Like, <laughs> Modric kind of, I think Modric passed it to him. He had a bad touch, but the touch kind of helped him get past the defender. And he was running into the uh, Bilbao box. And he could have cut it back to Modric, who was like in open space. <laughs> and he tried like this. I don't know if it was audacious, but it was just like an ill advised crossed to Benzema and it just got defended basically and Modric just looked at him and just stuck his arms out like come on man and then Benzema (laughs) because Benzema was running to the far post he like he grabbed the post of the goal and just stuck his head on the post (laughs) how 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 the veteran Madrid players react to Vinny, like when he makes bad decisions, it's so funny. But the issue is like he gets in the right areas and just with a little bit of fine tuning or just a little bit of, I don't know, just experience, he's, he's going to be a dangerous player because not a lot of players can get in those positions to start. So just once you have the just the repetition, I think he'll make the better choices, but or he'll make better choices. But yeah, just looking at Modric, he's probably thinking like, bro, I was passing to Cristiano. He never made a bad decision mm-hmm. like that. Or I had Bale there. Bale wouldn't make a decision like that. Or Di Maria back in the days, like he wouldn't make a decision like that. But this guy, like I'm out here with kids. I'm 36 years old running around. I'm actually having a pretty good season, but I got to deal with this. <laughs> so just when he stuck his arms out and just like, ah, again, bro. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, so Madrid are two points behind Atletico, which keep the title race alive. Title race, scale of one to ten, how good has this one been? It's recency bias, obviously, but no, 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 no. It's been amazing, but in a different sense. Like they've been some really good. Like the United Arsenal won during when they 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 they, they won the um when they won the treble in United, and that was pretty good because they were both so good. But that was different in the sense of it was like win, win, win. I remember one Serie A one where I think Juventus were playing Perugia. Because so it went down to the last day of the season. I think something crazy happened on that last day. And then I was like, wow. Because I think the game was sort of like um, postponed because of like bad weather or something. It's restarted. I think Juve messed up. Then I think Milan ended up winning. But this was is... It, was, it, was it the 90 Liverpool City a couple of years ago? Was that 99 versus like 98 points or something like that? I forget the exact numbers, but the one where City couldn't lose 
And Liverpool kept winning. Oh, yeah. 90, City had yeah, to yeah. keep winning. 98 to 97. 98, 97. Uh, yeah, so like, that was, like yeah. that was really good. But this one, I, yo, you'll say it. So go ahead. No, no, no. No, look. Basically, when City had 98 and Liverpool had 97, no, no. That was pretty good. But I think this is unique because I think this is about who can fumble the bag more. <laughs> That's what it's about. <laughs> So Atletico were like 13 points clear, fully amazing, real ambassador, Amesos. Oh, yeah, okay, let's say this is easy. Then they somehow just end up drawing, losing points. Then Real, then Barcelona now starts to pick up form and then now starts to, to win. Like Coman goes to a back three and this and they begin to get a, a groove. Real Madrid, they get back into, into the game. Then when Real beats Atletico for the second time, they like, ah, it's swung. Then Real then don't take advantage. Well, Barca are still winning. They're still winning. They're still winning. So then it now comes to the Granada game. And it's like, boom. If Barcelona win this and they win all their games, yeah, they, they win the league. Despite them losing to Real Madrid, basically everyone else flopping. Yeah. Then they flop. So Atletico will flop. Real will flop. Thing will flop, 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 flop. So now it's, it's a case of like who has flopped the, the least. Because Atletico has <laughs> have flopped in a sense of how did you even allow Real and Barcelona back into it? Real flopped in the sense of you you beat Atletico twice and you take advantage of guys around you and you could have beaten Sevilla and had it in your hands. Because if they beat Sevilla, it, it would be in their hands. But not flopped in the sense of how do you lose to Granada, draw and draw against Levante? <laughs> so, you know, these are guys that we used to clown back in the day, Levante and Granada. So it's been entertaining based on just so, how eventful and dramatic it's been. And, and, and even the freaking game. Against Osasuna. Yep. Like, I was watching the game. At least, look, these guys were having chance after chance after chance. Then Osasuna score three ahead. That's like, Oblak makes an amazing save. It goes over. And I said, wow. Now, let's have a discussion. What a break. I think I had the commentary saying that um, it was actually very, very hot that day. So, because it was so hot, they said, no, there's going to be a water break. But mm-hmm. Madrid fans say that, no, that water break was crucial. Because Osasuna were winning. They were in the ascendancy. And yeah. that water break allowed for Let's go to regroup coming and literally about two or three minutes into the water break, Felix plays an amazing pass to Lodi. Lodi has an amazing goal. And then, of course, Carrasco to the cannibal and boom. But my thing is this is that I don't buy that. Because, I buy no, I no. Buy you see, for me, water break or not, when Osasuna scored, I was like, Atletico are done. Because I don't believe these guys have the mental force. Because here's the thing. When they went for the water break, they knew Real were, were winning. So I would have believed that. I feel that these guys don't have the mental fortitude. Going a goal down with 50 minutes to go and realizing that Real Madrid are winning. Do they have that fight to come in and get it done? So for mm-hmm. me, I'm like, no. I've got to credit them. Because I thought, they would, I thought they were done. Both things can be true at the same time. You can credit Atletico for playing well after the water break, but still acknowledge that the water break influenced the game. I think all water breaks influence the game because that's like the one time that a coach will get to coach his team in the middle of the game and give them information at once rather than maybe a substitute comes in with knowledge that the coach wants to influence the game. Like everybody can come get their water. Simeone can coach his players. Like I don't think it's out. A a water break must influence. You're letting them get fluids, rest. Of course it it can influence. I don't think that's like a insightful point. Like, oh, the water break influenced the game. Duh. I was looking, okay, now I can't lip read, but I was looking at Simeone's body language during the water break. Oh, Ooh, sorry. And looking at his, his body language, he wasn't giving specific instructions. It seemed to me that he was just reiterating what they do. So it, it was more of like, guys, don't panic. Stick to the plan. The goal is going to come. Yeah. So just stick, just stick to the plan. Because it wasn't like, okay, you, no, go here, go. It was like, no, calm. Stick to the plan. Know what will happen. We'll go 15 minutes. Relax. Chill. Don't panic. That goal is, is, is going to come. Just stick to what the plan. Just kind of confidence and reassuring. Yeah, reassuring. So I still feel that, yes, of course, the, it's of course it has so much of an influence because you can rest, regroup, and you come in with a different and And see, momentum is a key is a key thing as well. So you could argue that Osasuna really had a good momentum after they went a goal up. But see, you watch, you, well, just, just quickly, if I could just interject to that momentum point. I I don't believe in momentum from game to game. So I don't believe in you win a game on Tuesday and that Tuesday result affects the Friday, Saturday result. I don't believe that. 
but I do believe in the momentum inside of a game. Wait, right? wait, 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 wait. How, how counts it? I just don't believe in momentum. I just don't believe in like we win and then the winning just keeps going. I I don't believe that. Oh no no no! Of course. Or like, or like we lose and the losing keeps on. Like I don't believe that. You're oh, just no, no, trash no. Oh. on the day and then the next no, no, day no, no, you're no, no, trash. One hundred percent. It's that's one hundred percent exists because it's about getting into a mindset. It's it's exaggerated. No 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 no. no. It's real because for me it's especially if you're on a run. And you're just in a group. What are, basically, what are winning runs about? It's like it's like Arsenal's invincible. It means you're a good team. It doesn't mean like the first result affects the next one. It has some effects because you've entered like a mental place. You've just you've just entered a mental place of like aha. Let's the keep momentum this going. argument. Okay, this is this is this is besides the point. Like we can debate this like mm. maybe in an international break. Um, my point is, I do believe a momentum inside of games, though. And this is why we, we can relate it to like NBA. Like you guys watch a game, a team will go on like a 15-2 run or something, and the coach is like, all right, enough, timeout. One, you're trying to quiet down probably a home crowd. Just like, look, the, the crowd is influencing the game to a point. Like they're too rowdy, we can't focus, et cetera. Or my players just, just regroup, come, settle, and I don't know, maybe we can change something in the lineup or what have you. The timeout is an attempt to break the momentum of the game. Does it always work? No. but that's the purpose of it. The water break is almost as if Simeone called a timeout. Whether he would have or whether he wouldn't have, is it, we don't know. But that was the effect of it. And from that point, again, I was watching a different game. But according to all reports, the water break happens and they start playing better. So. No, wrong, wrong. I watched the, the game. They played great the whole game. In the in the in the first half, Cannibal he he basically hits the but they were creating I amazing chances. That. So, that, so, was so basically, a, that was a terrible miss. Oh, way. horrible miss! But they were <laughs> playing great the whole game, yeah. but they were, they were not putting away the chances. So it was not a case of like no. That's why it was a case of we should be winning this, and that is where I thought that they would mess up because it's not a case of okay you're playing badly and then oh the water break now helps you to play better. No, you're actually playing well, but you just you, you got caught on the break. And you're like, oh my god, how are we losing this when we should be winning this because we are t- we're totally owning this these these guys. These guys have hardly had a freaking sniff. Mm. So the water break really was okay. Hence why Simeone was like, no, there's no point in berating you. You're you're playing well. It's just like you just need to just put that ball in the net. But you've been doing everything right, you know. So All right. they just they, they were just like, no, no, it's now time of like we know we can beat them, beat them. You've been steadfast in the Barcelona are going to win this camp. That's no longer a possibility. Mm. I've been saying Madrid will win it just because, you know, Zidane is Zidane. Um, but the way that they won that game, Atletico, you would th- you'd think they could get a point from... But, but, is it is it, is it lead? Valid, but yeah. And they need their fighting relegation. So so they need a win because I think Oesca ahead of them by two points, I believe. So they need to fight some relegation. So they need a win to give them hope. I believe that Atletico Madrid are going to draw. Real will draw as well. And that will just be the perfect ending of what this title race has been. So Atletico <laughs> will, will flop, but Real will, will match their flop. What if, what if they just both lose? That oh, would be like... <laughs> perfect. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, in France, Lille drew with Saint-Étienne. I did not watch that game, although I should have. Um, but there was the Women's Champions League final was happening at the same time. So my my attention was split between that and PSG Ren. I, I tried to learn how to pronounce this word before. It's very French, so I'm, I'm not even going to try. But PSG won 4 no. In the beginning of the game, like first 10, 15 minutes or so, um, Mbappe was through. And he went around the goalkeeper, I think. And one of the Rennes defenders like stuck his hand out like sliding to get the ball mm. and they called a red cards because I guess they judged that he did it intentionally. I was like, ah, how could you know he really meant to handball it like that? But they called it a red. He didn't want to leave penalty. Obviously Neymar gets one nil and you're one up you're one goal up with a man up and they just went two, three, four um, and they won four nil. So PSG are one point behind Leo. It's another situation where Leo have to win, 
And even a draw is not good enough because PSG, if they win, they can go above them and win. So, and I think their goal difference is better as well. So, but I'm not sure that matters. Well, yeah, I guess it would matter if P if Leo lose and PSG draw, then it's 80-80, and PSG would win the league. So, <sighs> on on that point, quickly, how do you feel about head to head versus goal difference being the separator or like the tiebreaker? Which do you prefer? Oh, which which? Oh, okay. Look, no, let me let me answer it in both ways. It should be goal difference standard. I like head to head, but if you think about it, this is about how well you've done over thirty eight games. That's what the competition is. So therefore, goal difference represents how well you've done across thirty eight games. Because as I said again, there was a season where Arsenal beat United twice during the the the, the Fergie days, but United won the, the league because they performed well over 38 games than Arsenal. So goal difference makes sense because it's how well have I done points-wise, goals for and against-wise against all the teams within this league that's, that we're in. But personally, I think head-to-head is cool. So it's like, okay, it's not come down be, between us now. How well did we How well did, did um, we both do when we both faced each other? And that can break it through. So I think I, I prefer that. But both make sense. Both make sense, to be honest. Okay, and I bring that up because, like I said, I was watching the Women's Champions League final, so let's put this in now. Um, Chelsea women, or just Chelsea, were playing Barcelona. I was reading articles like, will is can, will Chelsea be the new dominant force in women's football, kind of taking over from Lyon, who were the superpower at one point? Just just a slight bit of research, just, a, just, just even a tad bit of research. Into the Barcelona feminine team. I'm, I'm not. My Spanish is terrible, but into Barcelona would tell you: are, Is Chelsea the team that is the superpower, or is it this Barcelona team? Because speaking to this goal difference point, they've played 26 games in. I guess we can call it the Primera Division, right? So check this: 26 games. Mm. They've won all 26. <laughs> so they're 26 0 and 0. It's like 1980s Mike Tyson. So they're 26-0. They've scored 128 goals, and they've only conceded five, <laughs> which makes a goal difference of plus 123 in 26 games. <sighs> how, ch- how Chelsea <laughs> were framed as, could these be the new superpowers? I'm like, hey, hey, hey. I think you should look at the Barcelona team and come to find, like, within the first minute, Chelsea score one of the wildest own goals I've ever seen. The second goal was a penalty. So the first two goals, Chelsea kind of shot themselves in the foot. Third goal, Barcelona played through them like, I don't know, like Barcelona, like peak Barcelona, like the men's tiki-taka type played through them. Yeah, it was 4-0 in probably the first 35 minutes. It could have been 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. But Barcelona, I I guess after halftime, they went just, "Let's, let's just win the final. Let's be professional. Chelsea had a few chances in the second half that could have made it closer or more interesting, but it was never really a game. So a lot of people support with their words, but do you support with your eyes? I I, I think women should be able to do this and do that. Well, if you say that, put your put your eyes where your mouth is. Oh no 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 no! See 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 where my stand my stance has always been been the same, which is that one hundred percent I encourage women to do the football and I encourage people to try and support it and and so forth. Just don't force it. So basically, like if let's say I'm watching something, don't just now say boom. Well, you watch women's football here, and it's not. I'm like, I have to have a choice, and my choice is, I'll support Nigeria. I'll I'll, I'll support my Falcons and so forth and everything and so forth. But it's not something I will go out of my way to watch because it's just not my thing, you know. So, but you know, shut up. Yeah, I, I would say like a lot of people have that same critique maybe of like youth football so like a lot of people are really into watching like the chelsea under 18s 23s Mm. that kind of football so they can get the next new hot prospect or like who's the new billy gilmore who's the Mm -hmm. new this that football just it doesn't speak to me like i don't really like watching the youth (laughs) i don't know there's just something about it it's like ah, this ain't great but so if you had a choice of watching the women's World Cup or the under eighteen World Cup, which would you women's, watch? The women's. You'd watch the women's World Cup over the under seventeen World Cup every day of the week, twice on Sunday. 
That's crazy, bro. Because you know this, you know the other 70 World Cup is a World Cup that's where we had Messi played at that World Cup. I believe Ronaldo the points played at that World, World Cup. Like these are the next future stars. Like Foden played at that World, World Cup. I'd rather you watch grown women than watch kids. No, no, I'm saying that the quality even of even though football. objectively, I'll bet you not even I bet you the kids could beat the women. Like the under 17 or under 18s could mm. beat the best women's team. But that's not the point. Like I'd rather watch the professionals than watch no, no, kids. No, 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 no. The about the. I'm talking about the quality of the football. I don't care about the quality of the football. I care about the narrative. What? Like I <laughs> care about so... the narratives. No, like... no, 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 no. But, but my thing that's what's what's would you rather watch based on the quality? Because it's like at the end of the day, you want to be entertained. The and quality you is to see the best. The, the reason youth football really doesn't speak to me. Nobody honors or respects these competitions. So you so you win the UEFA Youth Cup. Or the FA Youth Cup. Mm -hmm. Who cares about that except the people who really support the club? I don't love no, Chelsea so much that I really tout no, 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 the no, most no, no. under 23. No, no, but I said but I said the under 17 World Cup. You say you'd rather watch the women's world cup than the under 17 World Cup. Yeah. And I'm saying that's wild because the under 17 World Cup represents what people think that these could be the future stars of football. The women are the stars of their game already. Would you rather watch this youth product who people think could be good? And let's be real, out of the 23 people who are selected in those under 17s, maybe three of them will be good or like three of them will be household names. Like how many Messi's are you finding? How many Ronaldo's are you finding? Mm -hmm. In the women's game, all of those women have reached the peak of their profession. Like these are the yes. best women for women's football, football, which will never be I as good you, as under 17. I told you, once you adjust your expectation... And once you understand the sport that you're watching, it's fine. No, 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 but, but the point is that I want to watch football because then you be. I'm pretty much watching a different sport. Are we talking football? Are we talking women's football? If it's women's football, that's a different sport. Those, those, okay, that's no, the, those, the difference. Those, those are the same thing. Football, women's football. No, but is no, football. Wait, no, no. You said I should adjust. I don't have to adjust anything when I watch under 17s, yes, under 18s. No, I don't. No, no, I don't. You're, no, capping. No. you're capping. You're capping. No, no. It's it's fine. You can cap. It's cool. No, no, just, just look, Daddy, you cannot tell me I'm lying. I will always speak my truth. You know what's in my head. When I'm watching under 17s, of course, you know that these guys are not the adults, but I'm watching it based on football. And these guys are extremely good. But what they lack is they just don't have the experience or the physical development of the older guys, but they still have the same skill level and technical ability. No, that's, they, no, no, that's trash. Because, yes, they, they do. So you're telling me that the under-17 France team could beat the France team? They, they can't because they're less experienced and they don't have the same physicality. Physicality and experience are those margins that will always make the senior team beat them because of their physicality and experience, not necessarily based on their technical ability. These 17, 16-year-olds, technically they can match up to many of these 28-year-olds, but in a context of an 11-11, you need the physicality, you need the experience, ta ta tactical fouls, and the experience of finding those spaces, which these 17, 18-year-olds will not get until they get more experience in the in the game. But based on what these guys can do and their ability on the ball, boom, hence why an under-17 team will trash a senior women's team because they're just better. They'll play them off the pack. So, but you know, it is what it is. That's a consequence of genetics in biology. It is what I'm saying. It is what it is. Whether it's genetics or biology or so forth, the under 17, 18, under 18 pause, represents pause, more what pause. football is than things. This wasn't so. meant to be a debate, but I know, I know, I know. Look, look, I know it wasn't, but you aren't. You, no, no, but aren't you a narrative merchant? Oh, yes, huge, yeah. So, what is a bigger narrative, like an official women's world cup or the under 17? Under, under like, 17. Like, like which, which, which is a bigger narrative on the world stage? Like, which means under 17? Under 17. These under 17s are embedded in what we see as football because we are looking at this and saying, Oh, this could represent the future stars. They, they may not be, but they could because these are the best footballers of their age group, the best footballers in the world of their age group. So, wow, we could be seeing the next dudes. Hence, why I believe Foden is going to be a big name. And Foden was one of the best players at the World Cup that England won. I watched the Women's World Cup and I was like, Okay, this is cool. It's not for me. But yeah, I watched it and it's 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 cool. But to your points of like narratives, I don't think it's disrespectful to say that. And for me, for me, when I look about football narratives, the women's game doesn't come into play at all for for me because I don't 
you know, it's just not my thing. That's fine. You know, that's so. fine. But for you ask me, would I rather watch the under 17 boys, even men, boys, or mm-hmm. would I rather watch women play? And the drama factor of watching women compete for their country on the highest level that they can compete in is more attractive to me than watching children play and having that same thing. Like, oh, look, 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 I don't, don't want to watch 16-year-olds compete for their country. That, does, that doesn't do anything for me. I don't care. But women who are 30, 20, like at the peak of their game, that to me is a more attractive prospect if I'm going to waste two hours of my life watching a football match. And then, okay, last thing, because we have to move on. Just last thing before we move on. I've been, I've been involved in tournaments around ton, ton, tournaments of 12, 13, 14-year-olds and sometimes where they played for countries. And Colin kids and so forth, they care. <laughs> they care. So those 16, 17, 18 year olds at the, when they know that that's the, at the World, World Cup, those kids care. And when they lose, they're crying. They're crying their eyes out. So you're saying that like, oh, well, because it's just, no, no, it still matters. Because you're still, even if you're, even if it's for your age group, you're still representing your country for your age group. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is, this is also something I need to get off my chest. Okay, Chelsea women wore the new kit. They got blown out. Mm. The day before, Chelsea men played Leicester in the FA Cup final in the new kit. They also lost. Do you think Juju follows a kit? Yes. Because if so, this thing's cursed from a Chelsea perspective. And if they play the Champions League final in it and lose, just make a new one. Money money night is Southampton. I can't remember what year this, this was. I think United had like a new kit. For some reason, they just had a new kit because maybe it's clashed with Southampton. And I think this is when Mark Letizia used to play for Southampton. I think they were down 3-0 or something. And at halftime, Ferguson then ordered them to change their kits because he felt like the, the kit was unlocking. But then they still ended up losing the game 6-3, I think. I really do believe that kids can play a factor. Like, Because I'm superstitious, especially with football. I am super, super superstitious when it comes to football. So my thing is, if you've done really well wearing a kit, keep it. It's like players and their superstitions where like, oh, on ESPN FC, Steve said that Bruce Grobola, he wouldn't leave the shower until he kicked the ball and the ball turned off the light. So he'd just keep on kicking the ball, kicking the ball, and until they were, he kicked the ball and turned off the light, then he'd leave the shower. And guys, whether with their socks or with the boots or or kissing a shin pad or something, everybody has the superstition and so forth. So, if let's say you've been doing really well in a specific kit and in another kit you don't do do so well, boom. So if it's me, I'll be like, screw marketing. Wear the kits <laughs> that you've been winning in <laughs> for the final. Hundred <laughs> so, percent. Like it's no, no, it's, no, it's but, over two at this but, point. But, but then the, the the thing though is just that city wear blue. So. Who wears blue for that final? Because they, they they both can't wear blue. So obviously someone has to wear their away blue. Chelsea's it's happened before in league games. Chelsea's blue is so dark and City's blue is so light that they could both wear the same shade. No, are you crazy? No. It's happened on multiple occasions. Where where City wear their light blue kits and Chelsea wear their dark blue kits. That's happened before in the league. Yeah, type in Chelsea against Manchester City. Oh shit. And you'll like type it in right now and you'll see a game oh, where no, no, I, I think I remember. I think I remember. Dark blue, light blue. That happens all yeah. the time. But maybe City have a kit they want to market or Chelsea have one that they want to market, so whichever. But um yeah, I just think pl- play in the kit that got you there. I don't know what it is. Also the kit's atrocious. It's a disgusting kit from Chelsea. But either way, um Leicester won the final. I kind of want to save this for the complicated Chelsea show. And I texted you this after the game. And I don't want to talk about Kepa too much because what's understood doesn't need to be yeah, low, 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 low. How, how come world-class goals are only scored against this guy? Huh? How, how come it seems, oh, man, what a great goal against... You know what it is? He's just of the size to where when he dives, he can't cover the goal. And have you ever seen, like, uh, or you've heard this, like a courtesy dive? Like like when a goalkeeper dies, but he know he but he knows oh yeah he, he, he does dies just it's hey, a courtesy like, dive. I tried at least I tried. It's there, but it it makes the highlight look better if the goalkeeper tries. The Barcelona goal that happened the other day 
where Terstegen, who had knee surgery, by the way, he's going to miss the Euros. Um, unfortunate for him. But I don't know if he was wrong-footed or if he was blindsided by the defender, but someone, someone shoots, the goal goes in. And he's like, yo, what is Terstegen doing? If he dives and it goes in, it looks better. Kepa dies for it, and he just can't reach it for reasons we've discussed multiple times. Um, but why, why is it always him? So Salah, Sturridge, you can name so many players of just like goals that, oh, world-class goals. But if another keeper was there, I'm seeing saves that Thibaut Courtois is pulling off. I'm seeing saves that uh, Mendy was pulling off against Real Madrid and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I think it, it's more down to Kepa than Tillemans. But we're going to save this for the Chelsea show. So we, we do the complicated Chelsea show on the Half of Football Hut every Thursday. If you want our download of what happened with Chelsea specifically, uh, you can hear us from there. What, what did you think about Leicester? Um, it's an amazing story. It's in a great, great story. To win the Premier League, the FA Cup, and obviously, you know, obviously, you know what happened to the uh, chairman and sort oh, of that. And obviously, seeing his, his son, they're like, no, I mean, it's um, no, there's so many stories because there's the Jimmy Vardy from where he came from. There's the um, Kilichi, Ianash Nacho, and um, Ndidi story, the Nigerian guys. There's sure. the Kasper Schmeichel story as well. Keep it because, it's, because, it's, because someone asked us a question, by the way. It says, where do the Schmeichels rank among football playing families, whether it be father and sons or brothers? So, Oh, I mean, it's got to be up there because it's like, well, you see, I don't think Maldini's father was, I think Je- um, Cesare Maldini. I don't know how prominent he was. Like, what's it called? Jordi Cruyff wasn't, didn't really amount to much, really. Respect, respect. respect. Um, but no, but no, I think this might be one of the best ones because, see, my, my thing about it is that I remember, I grew up with Peter Schmeichel. That guy was a superb keeper, amazing keeper. And it is so hard to now come into those guys' shadows. But let's keep it real. As much as that was an amazing goal by Tillemans, those saves, especially that save he made on Mount, Mount? that's that's a match-winning save. So that save was just as as important as the goal that Tillemans yeah. scored. Yeah. So and Kasper Schmeichel also remember at the World Cup he saved um, Modric's penalty for mm-hmm. Denmark. You mm-hmm. know, so he's so he's really staking his claim for Denmark, and now he's won two throws for Leicester City. So I think in his own right, like he has really been able to live up to to that name, man. So yeah. no, 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 no. Basically, for Leicester City, it's and also, shouts to Rogers as well. Because remember, we're, I think we're discussing it on the Chelsea show is that if Leicester don't make top four, it will be, it will be disappointing. But hey, we, we won a trophy. Won a trophy. You won yeah. a trophy. And, and also, I think specifically because the UK have, it's been really tough in the UK. This whole lockdown thing has been tough on guys, man. Like mentally and everything. And guys are like, you know, COVID is fake. It's a fast. So there's all this crazy stuff. Just to see fans experience that mm. i think was like was 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 definitely special man so i also want to say shout out for fauna and shaudry for oh? they're holding up the palestinian flag i thought that was big even considering neither of them are palestinian just the the solidarity that you can yeah, have man. internationally i thought that was cool so um we'll talk more about that on an extra but i, I do want to mention that we could talk about offside and chill well and all that kind of stuff but you know <laughs> chelsea the the Chelsea show exists for a reason, so we don't spend thirty. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because on, we on used to spend topics. three hours on Chelsea on the flipping <laughs> f- football podcast. So, so elsewhere in England, let's knock out Harry Kane because someone asked us a question about this. If Kane leaves, which team do you think he he will join? Then which team do you think he should join? Um, Kane and Lukaku apparently both on the market this summer. Who do who do you got? Um, Lukaku is linked with Chelsea and other clubs because Antonio Conte could be leaving Inter based off beef with the owner or maybe just man, a better offer. So does this guy just have beef with everybody, man? God damn. Uh, I, I don't I don't want to speak on his name because <laughs> <laughs> I might say something bad. So it just it is what it is with him. So um it was reported by I think Sky that Harry Kane Wants out of Spurs. I've seen conflicting reports from people from football.london and whatnot about he's unhappy, but maybe he doesn't want to go. Um, but let's just pretend for sake of podcast that Harry Kane puts in a transfer request. All right. Where do you think he'll go? Where do you think he should go? If he's to go, Man United just makes sense. But then Cavani has signed a contract. 
But I will still I will still say Man United. Where I think he should go is Chelsea. But I think he will probably end up Man Man United. Seems as if that's that's what's going to happen because I I say Man United because, and I think he shouldn't do this. But I think Kane is going to be like, well, Chelsea are a rival. Blah 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 blah. Let me go to United. So don't upset the, the the fans. Even if that stuff means jack crap because club football is about being a, a mercenary. Where so. I think he should go is Barcelona because I just I would like to see it. I think a lot of English oh, players no, 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 get, no, 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 get, get oh. really wrapped in the the Englishness of it all. Like it would be cool. He to says see he wants to stay in the Spain. Premier League, though. He says he wants I, to stay. I in know, the but I'm saying where I think he should go. Where I think he will go is not anywhere except the English club. Depending on what happens with Haaland, because there's a report from is the guy Zork, who I think is a Dortmund, uh, D- Dortmund president, and I think the report was from Sky Germany that Haaland isn't going to leave because Dortmund got top three. I always thought that if Dortmund didn't make the Champions League, that Haaland to City was a done deal. Like, that's just going to happen. In the event that they can't get Haaland, with Aguero leaving, Jesus in and under the team, it does kind of make sense that City would go for Kane. So if he leaves, I think Kane at City wouldn't be beyond reason. But where I, I think he should go, go to a different country, man. Like prove like if people are gonna give you trash, like ah, is Premier League this Premier League that, go to Spain, have fun. But I know he won't want to because he's trying to get that Shearer record. So <laughs> the goals must be scored <laughs> in England. <laughs> yeah, no, so, no. I, I mean, no. I think look, you should go up. But I think no Barcelona. See, see now here's the thing though. So let's say Zidane leaves. Hmm. What happens with Benzema? Because Zidane stays. Benzema's Benzema like top two right now. Though. Is the number one. I don't know, but. My thing is, if Real say we want to re- rebuild from the ground up, totally yeah. anew, bring back Odegaard, bring back Kubo um, and the two <laughs> strings. Um, Kubo. Yeah, that's his name, Kubo. His name, his name is actually Kubo. Not, not Lugo, Kubo. Is um, he actually good? Yes, he's good. He's good. He's good. He's okay. good. Like, like really, really good. Technically good. I got to look this guy up now. But yeah, Barcelona makes sense. Because I think that Real Madrid could make sense if you want to rebrand. Because let's say you, you get a Kane, you get an Mbappe or a, or a Salah, boom. You know? So. I typed in Kubo and it said Kubo and the two strings. And now I know what you were talking about. I, yeah. like, I don't. <laughs> Wait a minute. You know, as Joe Biden would say, who's about to get cancelled, by the way. Um, what did he do now? Well, extra, well, extra. Say yeah, extra, say extra. Basically, look, me too. You know, so that's 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 it. Yeah. Does not shock me. <laughs> Wait a minute. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> okay, now look. Okay, okay, that's just separate. Um, this this has gone off the rails. So fuck it. Did you see the clip of him playing basketball? Oh, I saw it ages ago. I, I saw it ages ago. Ages ago, when he first released it. I saw it ages ago. Said, the, the way he set the screen. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Wait, <laughs> get off of me, man! You piss me and off. Then, and then the elbow in the post. I'm like, is he in, is he playing prison ball? Like, what's it's prison going ball. On? It's it's prison ball. It's prison ball. Uh, anyway, sorry, sorry. Um, guys, nuts. He is. Kane, Kane, Kane. Lewandowski Kane. says it's rumored to leave. So oh, is it breaking? Oh, no, no. This was, I saw, so this was like, like a few days ago. Like, you know, it was like okay. reports. Like, oh, he's thinking about leave. Look, he, he, he's won everything, everything I'm buying. Like, what else? And he, he might break the, the record. I in a row, Robert. Stay. Yeah. So my, so my thing is that if he leaves, that is a spot open for, for Kane. But Bayern wouldn't pay $100 million for a player. I don't think. Because mm. I think they're too smart for that. <laughs> they just go get somebody from Bundesliga. Or this this is the weird thing about Bayern. I don't think they would pay 100 million for Kane. But because Haaland exists, I'll bet you they would pay that money just just to with Dortmund. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's like we 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 normally wouldn't do this, but on this one occasion, just because it's this player, we'll take him from you. But spend that money for Kane, who was, uh, I don't think so. Um, yeah, but again, 
he's he's not going to leave England because he wants that record. He wants to be the top scorer in the Premier League. I guess that means something to him. So um, I guess the answer is where are you more likely to win trophies? If you're leaving Spurs, you're leaving there because you've accepted the fact that these guys are cursed and we can't win anything here. So that's why I suggest City. From what I gather, you're suggesting United is where you think he'll, he'll yeah, land? Yeah, United. Um, Chelsea. Like, look, I understand Chelsea fans wanting Harry Kane. There's only so much you can take of Timo Werner and Morata <laughs> and all these guys. If a striker oh, becomes available, please, Jesus, Allah, whomever, swap bring him here. But it just doesn't make sense. I, I did research today. The last time Ch- Chelsea have bought three players from Tottenham in the in the last 116 years. Three guys. I got to remember the names. Um, one guy was named Hazard in 1985. That was the, la- the last one. A guy called Colin Lee, I think out in, also in 1980. And there was one guy in 1959. God damn. Yeah, so the, it's like three players Chelsea have signed from Tottenham for money. They've done some free transfers and some loans, but um, it's been 36 years since Tottenham have let a player go to Chelsea that they've had under contract. Why would that start with Harry Kane? I, I, I just think that's unreasonable, even though it makes sense. And maybe Kane could force it through, but then would you really put your Tottenham allegiances on the line like that? And going to United or City doesn't ruin anything for Spurs. Spurs fans would understand going to City, Kyle Walker, going to United, Berbatov. Like, they get that. But in to a London club, like yeah, Kane, you're playing with fire if you do that. Oh, wait, um, wait, wait, why? Why? Why is that an, an 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 issue? Based on, so you would still hate him for going to the London club after everything he's done for this club and all the other goals he has scored. You're mad. You're mad. Football fans are tribalistic. We've had yeah, this discussion many more? times. Whatever, like, why they get mad at people doesn't make sense. They'd be more mad at Harry Kane for doing something than like a player being racist. <laughs> <laughs> it's just oh racism. We don't care about that. You're going to Chelsea? Ah, oh, nah, protest. So and, like look, if, if Daniel Levy was found to be racist, I don't know if Spurs fans get out in the streets. If Daniel Levy decides to sell Harry Kane to Chelsea, you'd see Levy out. This that this, oh yeah, that. for sure, for sure. So it's just the nature of football fans. Um, we kind of mentioned Dortmund. I don't know how they they're third in the Bundesliga right now. They were like fifth Frankfurt messed up. Frankfurt, Frankfurt yeah. and Wolfsburg, but that's that. Serie A, Napoli, 76 points. Milan, 76 points. Juventus, mm. 75. Milan had the opportunity I know. to clinch to close, Champions close League football with a win. They drew. That opens the door for Juventus on the last day of the season. They've messed up. Milan have messed up. Man. Milan play Atalanta. And I'm remind me who Juve play. Bologna away. Bologna. So, Atalanta, who are second. And they've already clinched top four. It might not be the worst team to play at this time. Like, if you're going to pick a time to play Atalanta, last game of the season, when they already have everything wrapped up, might not be the worst. But Mm. Juve are going to win that game. They just are. And it would make the most sense. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> from Milan to draw or lose, yeah, 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 um, and finish fifth. So, I mean, they were on top of the table for a few months, and then Inter got, got caught their groove, and Milan did what Milan do, at least of recent. So, Atalanta second, Napoli. I would okay, say you should be third. Yeah, you. Oh no, for sure. No, you were going for no. They, they, they messed up to the narrative. Yeah, they, like like Milan messed up. They effed up. Look, 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 look. I'm a jinx. So we're going to say Juventus fourth. (laughs) But know what that means. I don't have to say it, but know what it means. Um, All right. Let's let's take some questions and we can we can get out of here. How do you feel about a one game four or five play in for the last Champions League spot? Oh, also, what is your preferred league tiebreaker head to head or goal difference? So we did talk about that, Gowan. But. I guess this takes from the NBA. You know how they're having these little playing things for like yeah, 9, yeah. 10, 7, I was, I I was reading it. I'm, I, I still don't fully get how, how it works. Yeah, I think the winner 
of the eight of the nine ten plays the loser of the seven eight. I, I st- okay. I'm still not exactly sure how it works, if I'm honest with you. But yeah. Wait, wait, I no, guess no, this no, takes wait, from I'm, that. So also, why are they doing this? Because I think it's all because the NBA only has 30 teams. Mm. So you're saying 20 of them have a chance to make the playoffs? If anything, you should shrink it. Yeah. And have like top six or seven and the first seed gets a buy or something like that. I don't know. Expanding the playoffs in a 30 league team for 20 teams is just not yeah, it's, it's um how do you feel about a playoff for fourth and fifth in order to get into the Champions League? Sometimes the gap between fourth and fifth is a lot. I don't know what the points gap is between Sevilla and the fifth place team. Oh no, no, it's 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 considerable. Like I think it's like eight, nine, ten points or something, but it's like it's a it's it's a gap. No, no, no. Look, I'm looking You've at it performed right now. well. Boom. It there's a 15 point gap between Sevilla and Sociedad. So should Sevilla be punished to play a playing game in a one off game where anything could happen with Sociedad? No, no. When no, they're no. 15 points ahead in the league? No. That's Hell not fair. No. Hell no. With Liverpool doing what Liverpool doing. Oh, yeah, you know, backup. I forgot about Liverpool. We can talk about that now. So maybe this question is spawned from more of an Anglo-centric point of view, where generally fourth and fifth are quite close. In other leagues, maybe not. Um, but if England decided to do something like this, maybe it could work. I don't agree with the principle of it, though. Like, you earn where you are. So you shouldn't be forced into a playoff. I don't even like that they do that in Germany. Where you know, like the the bottom two teams get relegated, yeah, and then the third from the bottom has to play a playoff, a play-in game with Bundesliga two. I don't yeah, like. I that. actually watched one of those games. I think I think it was Kaiserslautern against them um, Hamburg one time. It was actually pretty pretty exciting. It's pretty exciting. Okay, I mean it's always exciting like the playoffs, but there's only eighteen of us. Like relegate two, leave me alone. How come I gotta play another another game? But Liverpool sixty three points, Chelsea sixty four points. Leicester, 66 points. Chelsea play Leicester. Somebody's dropping points. If Liverpool win their game, they're going to be top four. Why is this like this? Uh, Arsenal, man. Arsenal, West Brom, Frank Homeboy. You're more of a repository on football moments than me. Is this the most important goal that a goalkeeper has scored that you can recall? I swear there is a more important goal, but I can't remember. But I believe there was a goal that someone scored that. It was like hey, they, they they won the the game, so it was a bigger deal. Because for me, I say again, like the whole top four thing is overrated. But ever since Wenger said top four is a trophy, people have been trying to sell this trash that's it's like an actual competition. Okay, wow, you finished top four, you're still losers because you didn't win the freaking tro- trophy. So, um, no, 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 it's it's not the most important goal that they keep our, our score. I mean, I can think of some penalties that guys have scored, or like, you know, the highlights of, is it uh, Seni from Brazil, like, scoring free kicks and stuff like Ch- that? Okay, that's what I say. Chilavet. I'm sure Chilavet scored a key goal for Paraguay from a free kick. I don't know. Liverpool posted, like, every angle of that goal that they had. It was like a five- or six-minute clip. Mm. It is dramatic. It's fun to see. Like, oh, the yeah. guy who's... It's, it's, it's a very good goal. No, look, it's, it's, it's a, a crazy story. situation. It's a crazy situation. I, I would like to see more of that, if I'm honest. No, no, no. And also, like, because I, you know, I like... don't understand what I think Chelsea had this in the FA Cup final, where there was a corner near the end of the game and Mount was taking it. I'm like, why not just bring Kepa up? Mm. I, mean, I mean, he'd probably brick it, but <laughs> at least put another guy in there because you could tell West Brom. West Brom are getting relegated, so obviously they're not a great team, but. You could tell when he came up, there was nobody marking him. <laughs> he was just there by on his ones. Salah made a run in front of him, I think, took a defender or whoever it was. And Allison was just there. And all he had to do was just kind of head it to the far post. It was a great header. You wouldn't think a goalkeeper could do that with their head. But just putting a, an extra body in the in the mix, especially one goalkeepers are generally tall, 6'2", 6'3", 6'4". If the opposition team doesn't know how to cope with that, could be dangerous. I don't know why more teams don't do that at the end of the game. Like, what's the what's the harm in losing, you know, by an extra goal? Like, at least give yourself a chance. Si, senor. Si, senor. <laughs> All right, man. Is there anything left that you would like to discuss? No, no, no. I think we've, 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 we've given this. Did we get everything? No, no, why do I feel we're... like I'm forgetting something? No, we don't I mean, have anything. France, England, Italy, Spain. 
All right. This has been the Talking Taxes Podcast. Remember to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Daniel Tuluk. Half Hope, where can people find you? You can find me at We are on Twitter as a collective on uh, Talking Tactics, at Talking Tactics. Shout out, Carl. I think the book is dropping sometime soon mm. uh, with Marcus Rashford. So mm. I don't know. Wherever you get books, go buy it. Yes, sir. I'm sure there's a EPUB out there or PDF somewhere that you need to pay money for. I don't want to see anybody with the illegal Marcus Rashford book. I'm going to report you. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not a snitch. But yeah, support our guy. If you're listening on Spotify, give us a follow. If you're on mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts, subscribe. It's free. Leave us a five-star review. People leave rev- people leave the starred reviews, but they don't put words down. And that makes me sad. It's, it's, oh, I sometimes I'm, do that. I'm happy that like, yo, somebody actually just, ah, it's a five-star podcast. I'm going to give it to them. But put some words down. We want to hear from you guys. Uh, no, no, no. You see, I, like, sometimes whenever I, you see, I do that for some, like, let's say apps. You see, Amazon because I rely so much on reviews, I try and actually write reviews on Amazon because I hey, look, I've actually bought stuff from Amazon based off what guys have said about it. But beyond that, I'm like, oh, look, five stars, take it. I'm out. We're on Patreon. So check us out on Patreon. The little diversions that we went on this episode, I'm sure more will more will come to light on the Patreon. Shout out to everybody that's jumped on in in recent in recent weeks. You guys are all seeing you're much appreciated. So, yeah, Talking Tactics podcast, sometimes funny, sometimes serious. Always football. Except when it isn't. We'll see you guys next week. Peace, 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 peace. Peace out. Sports Social Podcast Network.